Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. We're thrilled to be with you here once again. Uh, for all of you who are our regular listeners, welcome back. If you're new to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, hey, welcome. So glad to have you. So glad you joined us. We're going to have an amazing conversation today. Dr. Stephen, I know uh, we're both energized by this. Uh, we're listening to what you all are saying, and we're also being very attentive to what's going on around us. And so if you are just tuning in, our previous episode, we went through the unusual opportunities that lie ahead. And we talked about four strategies to deploy during trying times. And today we're actually picking up with Dr. Steven. I know this is out of an inspirational uh, conversation and conversation that you've had and also conversations I've been having with many of our CEOs, which is about a fifth opportunity, maybe a counterintuitive opportunity that lies ahead. And that is the opportunity to acquire or the opportunity to buy up other clinics. Dr. Steven, I'm looking forward to digging into this. I know that there's a select group of our listeners that this is going to energize you. It's going to speak right to where you are now. Some of you, this might be a next or ultimately thing down the line as we think in terms of as CEOs, what's important now, next and ultimately. So we want you to put on your discernment hat today. I want you to think with it with the ears of, of discernment today uh, as we talk through this uh, conversation, which is an absolutely uh, critical conversation for us as chiropractors who care about our profession and want to see it continue to grow and expand even beyond our time. This is a conversation that must be had. So Dr. Stephen, excited to dig in today. Pete, it's a um, it's a conversation that we had uh, in with a very specific group. With like we have inside of the remarkable practice, we have our remarkable CEO program for our scale doctors, and inside of the scale doctor season, we have tiers and you know different levels of doctors. You know, based on where they are in their practice, um, maturity, sophistication, uh, volume, size of business, and and our and our top 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 docs. Um, we consider our enterprise doctors, right? So the enterprise doctors would be people who own multiple practices, right? Some of them, multiple, multiple practices, right? So um, I have one cohort in Australia. Uh, there's about 60 practices represented um, by that cohort. And then uh, yesterday I had a cohort for our North American uh, enterprise clients and uh, you know, one of the docs on there has got 110 you know, clinics. That, so there's, I mean, there's a there's a small group of really intense, hardcore chiropractic entrepreneurs, right? So these are our, our remarkable enterprise cohort inside of the CEO program. So we're having this conversation and we talked about the, you know, the four counterintuitive opportunities we discussed in the last podcast uh, around, you know, hey, listen, we're, we're looking at at best a period of economic uncertainty in front of us, right? Some people are, you know, using terms like recession. And of course, you know, a lot of people believe and understand we're already in a recession, right? So what most people don't understand about recessions is, um, you know, recessions are common. We, in the United States, we average a recession every seven years. Uh, fun fact, we haven't had one in 14 years and recessions are actually a, a reset for the um, 
economics of a country, right? So, you know, what we do know about recession from a historical perspective, uh, there's lots of precedents to study. Fortunes are made in the downturn, right? So there is lots and lots and lots of opportunity. So what I want everybody to recognize right now is regardless of where you are uh, on this continuum I'm describing, let's look into this next season as a season that's rife with opportunity, right? So you need to take a perspective of uh, uh, optimism and take the posture that there's lots of opportunities. Let's go find them, right? I, I'm I'm psyched. I hope you know people aren't stressed out of their minds. I hope they're not buying into the anxiety associated with so much of this. The truth is, is that like it, when you look at the physiology of of excitement versus the physiology of anxiety, Pete, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same physiology. The only difference is there's an attitude, right? So my attitude is I'm looking for the opportunities and I plan on building a fortune, right? I plan on building an empire. Uh, when you look back historically, you know, if you look back at like the uh, 1980s and 90s, it was that dot-com bubble. That was an opportunity for people making a fortune, right? So uh, if you look back to like 2008, 2009, 2010, people built real estate portfolios. That was, that was a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity for people to build an absolute empire with what the opportunities that the downturn in 2009, 2010 created, right? So uh, for those of you who remember way back to 2020, remember when the, you know, blue chip, you know, stocks were in the toilet and everybody was freaking out, man, I hope you were buying, right? Because what happened? It came roaring right back and fortunes were made. I hope you're one of those, right? So, you know, I'm looking forward now, Dr. Pete, and I and and I'm predicting that the opportunities that we're going to be facing in this next period of uncertainty, our businesses are going to be for sale, right? And specifically, chiropractic practices. Yeah, Doc, and you know, as you were as you were sharing all that, and you know, my inside of me, I'm thinking, you know, chiropractic is a business, and we're in the business of saving lives. We talk about, you know, you look around, and we can see, you know, more people are suffering really than, than probably ever before. Maybe one reason why is because there's more people on earth. The second is because there's so much stress that people are under, right? We are unnatural. There's an unnatural stress level that has just reached these, uh, a level that I don't think has ever been experienced before. And so there's never been a bigger opportunity or more, more important time for chiropractors to actually step up and step in to a gap. There is a gap and we have to recognize that. Like, if you look even out and see what's happening, more and more of people who are, let's say, in the medical profession, medical world, are actually moving towards what we do, wellness, right? This concept. So we have to be, see the, you know, you talked about the opportunity and the attitude. And I'm thinking about the perspective. So as the CEO, you talk about going up to that perch, getting a perspective, slowing down so that you speed up. This is a perspective, Doc, that... that we need to have a perspective and an awareness of what is happening. We can see, like you said, the trends in the 80s and the 90s and then the, 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 after the 2008, 9, 10. Here we are. It's 2022. We're looking ahead between now and 2030. And we're saying right now, guys, this is what's happening. It's already begun. I'm seeing it, Doc, happen. I'm on enough calls with enough of you CEOs from around the world to know this is happening. We have to take the perspective and know we talk about building a business so that it's a uh, people will compete to buy it. Well, you also want to build a business so that if, if the opportunity comes, you have the opportunity to acquire other businesses. And that will be putting you in the position to do that. So 
building a remarkable business, being the CEO of a remarkable business means it's scalable, it's durable, and it's transferable. And if you want to be in a position so that you can acquire other businesses, that's the same exact position to sell your practice. It's the, it's the same position. So understand that, that put it, building a practice that, that could be sold gracefully and profitably, that's the position you want to be in to expand as well. It's the same positioning. So we're building our businesses to sell them. We're also building our businesses so that we could expand and, and grow those businesses or acquire more businesses. Dr. Steven, everything that you're saying here, uh, there couldn't be a more important time in, in history and there couldn't be a better moment for all of us to say, hey, we're in the right conversation right now and we need more remarkable CEOs doing this, doing this work because there's more and more chiropractors that are gonna need you so that they can actually fulfill on their calling, which is to be remarkable doctors and, and meet the need of the people. Without a question, the biggest empires, the biggest fortunes in chiropractic will be made in the next five years. So uh, the groundwork for that is being laid right now as you see more and more corporate roll-ups and you see more acquisitions, et cetera. And so many of our enterprise clients are already opening multiple practices or acquiring. I love acquisition, right? I like the acquisition model. Um, you know, think of a startup as it's a startup brick and mortar. You're starting from zero, right? So patient number one, patient number two, et cetera, right? So um, that's what I did. You know, it was an awesome, sexy climb, you know, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm a giant advocate of doing that if you have if you think you've got the chops to do that, I I did not understand the acquisition model on the other side of that, right? Which is, man, buying a business that on the front end maybe has a bigger price tag, but if you if you take a three year view of the business, right? So you recognize you're buying something that already has an established patient base, it already has cash flow, that you know you have some momentum, you have some mass to work with, maybe a team, you know, a building, a build out, right? So many of these things. I love the acquisition model. So. You know, Dr. Pete, you had mentioned there's a different perch, you know, when you're a CEO, like when you come up to this perch of CEO, it's like gives you a different perspective, like literally a viewpoint. And everybody understands the concept of like this, you know, the this working in your business and then this working on your business. Well, in the Remarkable CEO program, we invite people to come join us working above your business. When you work above your business, right, it allows you this perspective. You take a three-year view of your business. In other words, CEOs, you you make decisions today based on where you want your business to be in three years. And the reality is, is, is there's going to be a stress at the very least, there's going to be a stress on the system in the next year, two years, what have you. There's going to be an economic stress that many Kairos who came limping out of COVID who barely made it through the COVID catastrophe, got some oxygen this year, right? So got their footing, took a bit of a breather. The reality is they may not be positioned well enough to take to go through another 15-round heavyweight match, right? So, so unfortunately, there's so many of our brothers and sisters that are still reeling coming out of COVID uh, coming and and they're not gonna make it through, you know, in any type of um, period of downturn, economic downturn. And here's the truth, Dr. P, from a purpose perspective, we can't afford to lose any chiropractors, right? So we can't lose one chiropractor. And, you know, the spirit of our, you know, organization as CEOs, our job description is we create environments where people are going to be more successful with us than without us. And they know it. It is the ultimate win-win-win. So I want to make sure everybody picks up on the spirit of this conversation. You know, th this is not about being this opportunist who's taking advantage of somebody who's having a hard time. Do not hear that for a second, 
right? This is a purpose-driven conversation that says, listen, there are brothers and sisters in the field right now, and I'm just going to say it, Dr. Pete, they're brilliant, giving, loving, serving chiropractors, gifted, talented doctors, hopeless business people. They just don't have the chops to own a business and run a business, right? And the best thing in the world that could happen to them is if what we're saying right now energizes you and you're like, hells, yeah, that's me. I'm the one who has the chops to run a business. I am as much entrepreneur as I am passionate caregiver and chiropractor. And so I love running businesses. I'm high risk tolerant. In fact, it energizes me. Like if you are blessed with being an entrepreneur, if this resonates with you, it's part of our purpose and our responsibility to, to come alongside our brothers and sisters and take them inside of your organization and give them a home where they can be successful. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today. Doc, I, I, you know, you talked about the the heart of this and we were chatting about this before, uh, you know, we recorded this this podcast here right now. And I can tell you right now that that is, that is through and through the intention of this, right? You know, and in our CEO program, this is at the heart of what we teach. You know, this is at the heart of what you're teaching right now and working through in the enterprise groups. You know, this is, this is our purpose, right? Our purpose in our organization is to restore health. Okay. So it's so important that, and, and I'm seeing this happening, that there are doctors who are moving towards um, you know, the later season of their career, they still want, maybe they were an owner, they still want to stay in the game, but they don't necessarily want to carry the responsibility of being that owner anymore. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Imagine if that doctor was able to stay be, giving, loving, serving as a chiropractor for another, I don't know, five, 10 years, but not having to carry the weight of that ownership. And then you as the entrepreneur who is looking for ways to expand, come alongside again, not only we can't afford to lose one chiropractor, but think about the, 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 the success that is going to be afforded to that doctor more successful now with you than without you, which is really the job of a remarkable CEO that everyone in your, in your business, they are more successful because they work with you than if they didn't work with you. That, that, Doc, that is the foundation of this entire, that is the heart of the matter. That is the core. That's at the core of this conversation here today is in many ways, like you are, a, you could be a rescue boat floating down, just rescuing docs and giving them an opportunity. I know this person because I'm walking through it with several of our CEOs right now. And it's an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's actually energizing to everyone. Like you said, it's win, win, win. And as new doctors are coming in to our profession out of the schools, think about the opportunity that you can give them. Think about the next generation of chiropractors being able to come into an environment where they get to come and work underneath your leadership as a CEO, a remarkable CEO, as you've been training and working on yourself as a leader to give them an opportunity to come and use the gifts and the education and talents they have to serve in our profession, but not have to necessarily carry that weight 
of ownership as an entrepreneur, which for many of us, you know, going to school years ago, it was really the only option, you know, at that point. It's true. It's true. You so know, the, it was the only option. So now it's not. So there are some fundamental or foundational truths that must be understood for this conversation to really make sense, right? So to recognize that there's, there's essentially three types of chiropractors, you've got caregivers, you've got business builders, and you've got entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial business builders, right? So you got to recognize that that's just cognitive hardwiring, right? So God only makes geniuses. So each one of these is a genius. And as always, it's about getting the right person in the right seat, doing the right work the right way. So you know, there's no right answer, wrong answer, except for there's a right person to be in the right role, right? So one isn't better than the other. It's just that there's a role that's better for each one of those humans, right? So if you're an, if you own an enterprise right now, it's like recognize that there's some caregivers that are like, man, I, I get into this to be a doctor, take care of people. I love to educate patients. I love to do consultations, examinations, analysis, adjusting, case management. I love, you know, that's what I love. Let me deliver the care that you sold. Right. So tell me where the bases are and I'm going to go do some awesome doctoring. Right. But I'm allergic to this whole owning the business thing. I'm risk intolerant. The idea of like hiring and firing and having to build a business from vapor, man, I'm just that does not excite me. In fact, it drains the life out of me. Right. Let me stay back here where I'm energized by being an awesome doctor. Right. Like we always say. You know, there's no brain surgeon walking around town, hanging their head saying, uh, I'm only a neurosurgeon. I don't own the hospital. Right. So we, we got to think about the value of that awesome caregiver inside of your business. Right. So then you have business builders. Business builders are like somebody you'd bring into your practice who they are energized by the idea of doing marketing and going out and they're outgoing. They're, they're extroverted. Right. So they love the idea of building a business inside of your business. They're going to attract, convert, retain patients, et cetera. But they are also not the entrepreneur, right? They're not dominant. They're not risk tolerant. They don't have to be the boss like so many of you listening right now, like me, like Pete, we just had to be the boss, right? It's like, you know, I'm going to run this thing. I'm going to be in charge, right? So that's the entrepreneur, which is the third category, which is, no, no, no. I love building things from vapor. I'm energized by risk. You know, I have to be in charge. I have to be the boss, right? All right up front. Now, any of those three scenarios could work if you own an enterprise, but you need to look at like different options, like a plant to purchase or plant to partner, what have you. So truth be told, that's outside of the scope of this conversation, but man, go through the uh, archives of this podcast and we unpack all of it. If you need real help with it, reach out to us. We're, ha we're happy to talk to you about it. That, that's exactly what we teach inside of our remarkable CEO program, how to master this, uh, you know, everything we're discussing right now. Here's the truth, Dr. Pete. Only 7% of humans are entrepreneurs. 7%. I would say 15% of chiropractors are entrepreneurs because we attract them into the profession, right? So, and I, I come up with that number because we've, we have tested or assessed uh, tens of thousands of, of chiropractors, you know, at Chiro Matchmaker. So I'm, I'm speaking from the data that we have now, right? So, but imagine only 7% of humans are hardwired to be entrepreneurs and only 1% of that 7% will build a successful business beyond seven figures. Can you imagine that? Like, be, like we'll have a million dollar business to be on 1% of that 7%. So we're talking about a very small group of people. So if you're listening right now and you're like, hey, that's me. Awesome. There's enormous opportunity here for you. And if you're a purpose-driven chiropractor, there's a responsibility for you here. 
to recognize that your responsibility is to create environments where people are going to be more successful with you than without you. So it's time for you to pick your head up and look around and say, man, am I ready to become an enterprise? Am I ready to find that chiropractor who's, you know what, they're not positioned to make it through another trial. They're not positioned to make it through a crazy economic period. Is it time for you, doc, right now to say, you know what, it's time for me to build my enterprise. It's time for me to build my empire. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, CEO. So I am thrilled to be in the studio today with my friend and colleague, Dr. Tabor Smith. Dr. Tabor, man, thank you for joining uh, me on our Remarkable CEO podcast today. What's up, everybody? Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Pete. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Absolutely. Man, I, uh, I just need to let everybody know this. So, so Dr. Tabor, obviously, you know, we, we talk about being a success partner, and Dr. Tabor has been a success partner for the last few years with Remarkable Practice. And uh, it's just been incredible to have you, you know, as part of our family. We like to talk about that. You know, you're part of our family. So it's, it's really thank a you, privilege and honor for me to be able to, you know, have you here and to do this uh, segment with you here today. And I'm just super pumped to have you. And thank you for all the value that you add to our doctors and all the people that they're able to help because of what you do. So a couple, couple questions for you today uh, that I think is just going to be awesome for, for all of you CEOs to, to listen in on. And uh, what Dr. Tabor is doing is really changing the, really the, the profession. Uh, ultimately, it's really giving us, I think, a level of, uh, of focus, of direction, um, of, relevance when it comes to where we are now, where we're going in the next hundred years as a profession. And I love Dr. Tabor, your big vision. So I uh, want to hear that from you. So yeah. uh, why don't you uh, share a little bit about, you know, what it is that you do, your vision for what you're doing. And then my first question for you is going to be, you know, specifically as a CEO, what do you help me solve? You know, what are you helping me as a CEO solve with running my business and building a more remarkable business? Sure. Yeah, no, thank you for putting it like that. And thank you for, uh, for letting me share this. So the, I'd say on a global scale, what we do is we help chiropractors grow their wellness practice by help by helping them implement patient education and strategies that make it absolutely clear to the patient what lifetime spinal care really is. And I think that's an area, like you said, we've been lacking some in our profession, not, you know, not growing like we should. I mean, I use a lot of dental analogies but they have the best clarity around lifetime dental care, right? I mean, we know dental hygiene is daily. It's, it's responsibility to do something every day to take care of your teeth. And then it's having that dentist on your health team uh, for a lifetime, being able to go in for checkups. And then what happens? It preserves the health of people's teeth and they've made a tremendous impact in our society. So we want to help chiropractors do that for patients, for the spine and for the nervous system. And specifically speaking to the CEO, you know, what I find is our docs who implement a spinal hygiene program, they see growth in three areas, compliance retention and profit in their offices. And, you know, by the way, the TRP group, those are my people, you know, like I, I love everyone in the TRP group because they believe how I believe, you know, I can share this and they get it. You know, you could talk to other chiropractors and, and they just might not understand this term lifetime spinal care. It just doesn't make sense to them. TRP docs get this. And the CEOs understand that, you know, because they've been training with Dr. Franson, that compliance is important because we got to, in, in order to get people compliant, we got to create understanders 
right? Um, there, there were several studies that showed if you want to increase compliance, you not only give them home care, but you teach them why they're doing each exercise and how that's going to benefit them. And when you add that education, then it creates understanders and that makes compliance so much better. And, and, and that's pretty you know, putting it pretty easy, but um, that's one way. And then retention, we talk about clarity being the key to retention all the time in the remarkable practice. And so, you know, when we're talking about regular chiropractic visits, daily spinal hygiene exercises, it just doesn't get any easier to understand than that. It's like the toothbrush. How hard is a toothbrush to figure out, right? We got to keep it simple. That builds retention. And then ultimately we're building profit for these CEOs. And that's not only on the, on the front end, because when you're adding those kits and those products to their care plans, you literally, literally measure that ROI, uh, but also on the back end, because there's nothing more valuable in a chiropractic office than growing a wellness program. You know, our docs who have, you know, corrective care strategies, there's an initial corrective care program, but then the conversion of that person from corrective care to wellness care, that's what makes your practice valuable. And that's what grows. And eventually that wellness program become, is bringing in so much, you know, continual revenue monthly that you're covering your salaries, you're covering your overhead. And every time you start a new patient for corrective care, you're just, that's just bonus. So those are some of the ways we help the CEO. I mean, I love this conversation. I mean, I can talk about this all day with you. I mean, this is really the name of the game. And, yeah. you know, I love, you know, like you said, the synergy that we have with remarkable practice, practice model, and the docs and, and what you, what you're doing. So, I mean, you just kind of laid it out there. You almost answered my, my second question, which is specifically, how do you help CEOs and, and owners and the doctors help more people? And you kind of said that, you know, by solving these three things. So I, I'd like to unpack yeah. a concept um, that we talk a lot about on our show, which is the concept of leverage. So we talk about that CEOs use leverage. So there's three things that you leverage as a, as a remarkable CEO leverage time, um, excuse me, people, training or tech training and technology. So people training and technology. So when you look at these things, you know, and, and systems, you can throw systems into all that, but it's, it's systems are underneath all three of those, but you know, this is really a, a leverage opportunity here. So if I say, okay, so I understand lifetime practice. I understand, I understand it as a concept. Okay. But it could also feel like a concept and not like my reality, because maybe we struggle with this area of retention. Maybe we've never built a practice like that, or, you know, it's not a strength for us. So even for that practice ver and for the practice on the other side, that says, Hey, we've got good retention, but how do you keep it that way and keep continue to grow? You're saying, Hey, you can leverage spinal hygiene to increase the likelihood that number one, people are going to be compliant to your care recommendations. Number two, they're actually going to stick with it. And number three, it creates a greater profit. Number one, case visit average lifetime value of, a, yeah. of, a, of an individual, but also a care plan, an initial care plan increased value, right? So you're right. talking about profit really in two different ways, long-term, but short-term too. So I want you to talk about leverage in the, in the, in the framework of not done by you. Because a lot of times when a doctor says, you want me to implement this new system, it's just going to be more work. So I want you to talk about that. Number two is simple. So one of the things Dr. Steven and I always talk about is awesome and easy. No, nobody wants it to be harder. So how do we use leverage, not done necessarily by you? And number two, how do we keep it simple, which is to me, easy to understand, easy to do. Those yes. two things. So easy to understand, easy to do. Can you talk about that? 
So thank you so much for bringing up this concept of leverage. And we just came off of the team building immersion, right? And, and so one of the massive areas of leverage for you, for your time, for your energy, for your effort is distributing this responsibility of education through your team, right? And what docs are seeing when they're implementing spinal hygiene is that it, there, it actually elevates an, a, a level of confidence in your staff and in even in associate doctors and even in doctors themselves when they really understand these concepts that they're sharing with patients and the fact that it's so easy. It's a plug and play system where the kit does most of the educating, but once, once the team gets it, you know, I like to say just, you, you know what I mean when the light bulb goes off, right? That, that my staff now understands it and, and is able to explain it because the concepts are so easy. And I'm look, I'm sitting back going, wow, look at that. In fact, for example, we had uh, one doctor whose staff member like got so fired up about spinal hygiene. She's out doing uh, workshops on her own on spinal hygiene, getting new patients to come into the office and she's a CA, right? In fact, I think she's going to chiropractic school pretty soon. So we're, we're even turning CAs into chiropractors, which I know is a, a common thing in, in the TRP group. Um, and, uh, but that leverages your, you know, even your training or the effort you have to put in to try to help your staff, you know, get these concepts because we provide all of that, number one. And also these concepts are so easy to understand that once your team gets it, in fact, what we recommend is that with your team, so what we do in my office and a lot of other offices do it too, is before each shift, do a couple spinal hygiene exercises with your team. And that way, you know, it, it, the team is able to say, hey, I do these. We do these every day before our shift. Are you doing them at home? And they're able to talk to patients and make sure that they're checking in, make sure they're doing their third leg of the stool, right? Uh, so it, it's all around leverage, not only in your time, because these are literally plug and play. They don't take any time for your for you or your team to, you know, really write down all these prescriptions and then track people down, you know, and teach all these efforts, you know, to learn the exercises. They're so simple. Uh, but then number two, you're leveraging your team and your training because your team's going to have more confidence and be able to share lifetime spinal care with your patients as well. Hope that answers. The so question. good. So good. No, I love that. It definitely answers the question. I mean, this is, this is the conversation, you know, that we really need to be having when it comes to, okay, how do you integrate in and leverage a resource such as spinal hygiene, you know, in a practice, you know, right. um, whether you're, you know, a high volume cash family practice, or you're going to be more of a niche specialist type practice where, you know, you're a little bit more focused uh, in that way. And, you know, so regardless of where you're at in the spectrum, you know, as far as volume, which, cause I think a lot of chiropractors think in terms of that, this sure. is about, this is about results, right? So the big sure. thing we talk about on the three legs of the, of the stool for us, we teach that, you know, these are the, these are the three things that you have to do to get the best results. So this is really about driving results. I think that's what I think is really in your heart. When I first heard this from you years ago, it was, it's like, it's about getting results for people. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here, guys? Are we really changing spines? Are we really transforming people's lives? Like, how do we know? How do we measure that? Like, What's yeah. the long tail on this thing? And so can you talk I always about tell docs? Oh, sorry. I, I always, tell, I always tell docs like better retention equals better results. Like on that three-legged stool where the R is in the middle, you could almost substitute results and retention right there. Because right. the, if the, if the, if the patients are doing those three things, then retention is going to go up. If the patients are doing those three things, they're going to get better results. And uh, I mean, you almost, if you don't have retention, you don't even know if you're getting results and put most of the time you're probably not, you know? hundred percent. Yeah. So, and like you said, 
if we really looked under the hood of most businesses and you lift it up and you look at, okay, what's our R4 stick? What's our R4 reconversion? What's our R5 stick? R5 reconversion, R6 stick, R6 reconversion. What's our net mo? What's our two, what's our patient visit average? What are these things? We really look at it closely. The reality is it's, it's not where most of us really want it to be. And I think all of you, if you were, if you were, we were seeing each other right now, I get a lot of nods and a lot mm -hmm. of hands up in the air, like, yes, 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 exactly. So, so how do you, so speaking to the CEO doc, um, about ROI, right? We talk about ROI. Sure. This is a business where I'm in business conversations, a business podcast. Yep. You know, what should I expect, you know, as far as the, my four unlimited resources as a CEO, what kind of time are we looking at to integrate a program like this? What kind of energy is required and how does that kind of, how does that filter through, let's say an accountability chart? What kind of focus does this really require from you, the team? I'm not thinking as much about the patient on this question, because I think you've already established the fact yeah. that this is going to really help them <clears throat> specifically. Um, but, and then financially, what are we looking at as far as ROI? Just give us some, uh, give us some insights into this. Sure. As far as time of implementation, I mean, we can simply, you know, purchase a package of 10 to 20 kits, have them shipped to you and start implementing those in new patient care plans, you know, the, the day after you get the kits, because they're so easy to, to do. Um, as far as ROI, and I'll talk, you know, general in just the, just the whole kit, because we actually recommend that you give the patient the whole kit, which is a four core spinal hygiene exercises, but they can be split up. Some docs just use the exercise discs in their practice. You know, they put wobble discs in their seats. Um, some docs are just using spinal molding rolls or just the resistance bands or just one or two of the, of the products. But speaking as far as just giving the whole kit, making it super easy, all of the education is all in there. We recommend that you build that kit into your care plans at a price of a, a retail price of $117. Now, some docs do, you know, as low as 97, some as 290 or 197, you know, and, and you could add anything to that kit you wanted to. So you could really put the price wherever you wanted, but we recommend 117 for the retail price to your patients. And the doc is paying about 50 to $55 per kit, depending on how many you order at a time. So you're making, you know, 60 to 70% return on your investment just by putting that kit into a care plan. Um, and I mean, literally these products should not cost you a dime. You should make 60% return on your investment every time you start a new patient and you put a kit into their, uh, into their program. Now, and then on top of that, which is a little bit harder to measure, but I encourage docs to measure this. Um, and if you're in the TRP program, you're already measuring this. And that is the uh, compliance. So the patients that finish their corrective care plans will go up when they start understanding the concepts of daily hygiene and actually, you know, keeping that on the forefront of their, of their mind, life gets so busy. Sometimes they're like, Oh, I forgot my, forgot my visit. Right. But if they're doing something on a daily basis, uh, that's a reminder to take care of their spine. So we're, you know, we're hitting a couple of birds with one stone by increasing, you know, compliance, helping them finish their care plans and then measure that conversion uh, to your wellness care, because that will go up as well, because people will be understanders though. They're like, I understand if I don't take care of the spine, it will decay. I understand that, that um, spinal hygiene is a lifetime thing versus correction. And we talk about this concept just mentally, the definition of correction means there's an end. I mean, you're not correcting something if you don't correct it, right? right. Or as, as much as possible, just the connotation of correction has an end. Right. The, the connotation of hygiene and wellness does not have an end. So we start them from the beginning with the end in mind, right? With no end in mind with that term con, uh, spinal hygiene. Uh, so to, to go on about that, but the ROI is um, 
financially on the front end. And then also you'll see your practice swell and grow, which is becomes even more of an ROI on the back end because you're growing wellness patients that understand how to take care of their spine and nervous system. And I have so many people who buy kits and ship them to family members, or they get their, you know, they tell their family member about it and they've never heard this, you know, being going on in another practice. So it's generating some, some new patients in our office too, just teaching these concepts. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, it's a signature, right? I, it's the signature of your business. It's one of the things, what is it that sets you apart, right? Everybody's looking for what's their USP. What's the thing that makes you different, unique in your, in your town as the chiropractor? What's one, another, one more thing that you can do that sets you apart that takes it to another level? Again, we're not in competition, obviously, with you know, our other brothers and sisters in the community. You know, there's not enough chiropractors probably in your community to serve all the people that are there. But what are the things that you do to differentiate yourself? What are the things that you're doing to continually make yourself better? Uh, and that's a question we're always asking is what, what are we doing to continue to raise our level of, of, of how we're playing every single year as a practice? And these are the, these are the things that you can do to take it to another level. So Dr. Tabor, thank you again. Uh, it's for just this conversation is just awesome. It's gold. So how do, uh, how do the CEOs connect with you if they want to learn more about integrating this into their practice? uh, What would that look like? Yeah. So uh, you can find our products at spinalhygieneproducts.com. Pretty uh, easy process. There's even a, if you want to learn more information, there's an opt-in form for a webinar that we do uh, where you can learn more. Or if you want to just reach out to me, uh, Dr. Tabor at spinalhygienist.com. You can email me anytime. And we also have a Facebook group, uh, Spinal Hygiene Doctors Club. So Awesome. Well, you guys heard it here. Again, Dr. Tabor, thank you for taking the time to join me on the Remarkable CEO podcast. Thank you for being a a remarkable success partner, helping our doctors help more people. And I look forward to seeing you again at the next event coming up this year, whenever that's going to be. Until then, God bless you all and uh, have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.